This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. Laura, welcome back. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well today. Happy Thursday to everybody. Did you have a good week? I hope you did. All right, so let's talk today. Life is weird. I actually, I posted this on Facebook uh, yesterday and and it, it got traction for whatever reason. And so I thought, you know what? Maybe this is the thing. It's the idea of chill. And the reason why being chill, being calm, relaxing, not getting involved in everything is so weird. Because it's kind of the opposite of what we get taught to do. We get taught to be up in our stuff. We get taught to worry about everything. We get taught to stress and to worry and to panic and to be afraid. We get taught all of these crazy things. And most of the time, we inject worry and fear and, and we get up in our stuff about things that we can't actually fix or control in any way. We can't do it. So it's like, well, if we can't fix it or control it, then we're going to inject all this worry and fear energy into the situation. And maybe that'll fix it. Maybe if I worry enough, something will change. Maybe if I worry enough, something will happen. But when you inject worry and fear, nothing, it doesn't change it. If sometimes it actually makes it worse. And at best, all it does is give put a lot of make you put a lot of energy into things that don't that aren't helping you you're not changing the outcome you're not it's not affecting anything so the worry and fear just keeps you stuck it just keeps you in a habit of perpetually being worried and afraid and not really getting anything out of the deal you're not you're not solving anything it's not making you feel better and you're like but things are happening how can i feel better stop picking up the things you don't have control over. And this is why I said yesterday that life is weird is because that is the opposite of what we get taught to do. We don't get taught to just simply allow things to be as they are. We get taught to fix them. And what's interesting is when you stop panicking and worrying, when you stop being in fear, when you figure out how to just let things be and not add in all of the emotional juice, the emotional energy you keep wanting to put in there, when you do that and you just watch life happen around you and you don't, you don't intervene at all, you don't do anything, life actually gets really, really simple. And you're like, well, yeah, of course it gets simple because you don't care about anything. But it's not that you don't care because what you're going to do is you're going to set the intention for the outcome that you want. So when you are consciously aware 
you're not in worry and fear. You set an, an intention for the outcome that you want. And you're able to put down the worry and fear and walk away. Now you have the power of manifestation. Now you have the power of intention of creating the thing that you want without doing anything. But the thing is, the worry and fear prevent you from being able to manifest a positive outcome or a better outcome. The worry and fear prevent you from setting that intention in the first place. Because it's more of a, please give me a miracle, please give me a miracle, right? Like, it, it, it's more of that energy. And it's less of this sort of setting the intention and walking away. You want to set the intention to walk away without the worry and the fear. You want to just trust that things are going to work out in the best way possible every single time. The recognition of when you can fix things and when you can't is an important part of that process, right? Sometimes you'll look at a problem, you'll recognize what needs to be done, and you can simply do it. And there's no there's no issue there and it doesn't put you out it doesn't make you feel like crap you're not sacrificing yourself there's no people pleasing it's not out of balance you're not doing anything crazy the energy is is balanced and you simply see it you call it you fix it you do the thing and it's done and it's fine but sometimes the solution puts you out of balance where the solution generates worry and fear because you actually don't have control. There's nothing you can physically do. And you have to allow the thing to just happen. And that's when we inject the worry and the fear, right? When we don't have control, right? Sometimes the solution puts you out of balance. Sometimes the solution is people-pleasing. It, it repeats the cycle. It causes you to get into cycle of repetition, consciously or unconsciously. And so when that's the scenario, when you're looking at cycle repetition, when you're looking at imbalance, when you're looking at sort of perpetuating a problem, then you have to learn to sit on your hands and not do, not do anything. That was the process for me with this black cycle. I had to sit on my hands and stop. I, I had to just simply not perpetuate the cycle anymore by continually trying to fix things. And I had to stop being in worry and fear. I had to stop panicking. I had to stop trying to get results in my work. I had to back off of all of the things that I used to do to try to control the situation energetically or physically and just allow things to happen, allow things to be as they were. And so ultimately where I got to is all they wanted me to do was chill. They just wanted me to relax and stop fixing it. Stop doing the things energetically or physically. Stop doing, stop doing. Focus on your work. Just go play. Go have fun. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It'll take care of itself. Set your intention and move on. That was it. That was all I had to do. I didn't have to do anything else. 
And I, I realized the other day that I, I finally had sort of gotten there. <laughs> I, I'd finally figured out that, well, gee, I just need to not do anything and it'll be fine and it'll work out. And it's the strangest thing. And that's what I said. Life is weird is because it's the strangest thing because it is the, the polar opposite of everything we get taught to do. It is backwards from what we see people trying to do around us, what our parents probably did, what we were taught to do ourselves. The world says, worry about it, focus on it, project everything, right? That, that's the world. The world wants you to put all of that energy out there, put it out there, put it out there, right? Keep expending all of that energy out into the world. But look at the chaos created by people throwing their energy around unaware. Right? And when I say energy, I mean pain, I mean worry, I mean fear. And even, even the good stuff when you do it unaware, right? What, what happens? when you throw everything around like that and you're completely unconscious of what you're doing, right? Look at the fruit salad of crap <laughs> that we have around us these days and what that creates, right? And it's from not being aware of yourself, not understanding your own energy and recognizing that the, the emotions of worry and fear are energy. And when you throw them around indiscriminately without paying attention or because you've been taught to be in worry and fear, when you throw that kind of energy around all the time, you just add, you throw more pain on the pile. You throw more pain on the pile. And often it's not even for anything useful. You're not doing it because it's helpful. You throw in the pain around because that's what you've been taught to do. You throw in the pain around because somebody taught you that you were supposed to worry about that when it happened. But what if you didn't? So ask yourself the question, what if I don't worry about this? Right? And immediately the brain goes to the worst case scenarios. Well, the world's going to end. Right? Immediately now you get all the worst case scenarios, everything, the, the whole world's going to blow up. But really, is that true? Is the world going to blow up? Is life going to be over if you don't fix that thing right now? Is it the end of the world? Right? This is the part where you allow your brain to problem solve the thing it made up. Cool. Okay. So we problem solve the thing the mind made up. Great. And then now we look and we say, is the worry and fear helpful? Is it solving a problem? Is it giving me the right energy to be able to solve the problem? Right? Is worry and fear a good energy to create from? No. Because you're going to create more problems. So worry and fear aren't helpful to you. So creating from there is not helpful. So what if you just said, 
what happens if I don't be in worry and fear? Then what can happen? Right? What would I do if I wasn't worried? What would I do if I wasn't afraid? Right? There were many times when the cycle would repeat or, or show itself to me. And in my mind, in the back of my mind, I'd be going, I really just want to focus on what I'm doing. Like, I really just want to sit here and, and write or do my thing and, and not, quote unquote, deal with things. Even, even once I stop doing physically, I, I just, I don't want to have to focus on this crap. I, I want to be able to just focus on what I want to focus on. And the message was, you can just do that. Don't worry about it. And it, it took me a bit. It, it's not an easy process. It, it took a while. But I finally got to a place where things would happen. I would set an intention for what I wanted to see. I would create the intention. I would set the intention of what I wanted to see. And then I would simply stay out of it and focus on what I was doing. And each and every time, things worked out better than I could have made them work out had I intervened or had I injected a whole lot of worry and fear into the situation. Things worked out better. And that's where I want you to get to so that you can see that if you simply backed off and set an intention Right? So the intention, instead of the worry and fear, the intention is the energy you're putting in. Right? So you can't do anything. You don't have control. You can't, you can't fix it without perpetuating a cycle or putting things wacky and out of balance. Okay? So then you don't. So the energy that you're putting in is an intention for what you want to see, the outcome you would like. The energy you put in is only intention. It's not worry and fear. You set the intention and you walk away. It's manifestation 101. But you do it in response to problems. You do it in response to the things that are going on around you that you don't have control over. Because the reality is, how are we taught to use manifestation? Big houses and fancy cars, pots of money. How should we really use, be using manifestation? To help ourselves stay out of the energy and worry and fear. To help ourselves find balance in our day-to-day -day lives. So that we don't have to inject worry and fear. So that we don't have to put ourselves into everything whether it's ours or not. So that we can literally just chill. What if you just relaxed and allowed life to simply happen and not tried to control everything? It's a crazy idea, I know. But what if you did that? What kind of balance could you find if you stopped, if you just stopped, 
we all have priorities. We all have things in our lives that we can't drop, right? If you're a mom like I am, you, you can't drop your kids, right? <laughs> like That doesn't work. So, okay, there are things in your life, there are going to be some have-to-dos. You have some priorities. You have things that, that require doing. But outside of those few things, and don't make yourself a big laundry list here, the things that you really need to do are actually pretty minimal in most cases. The things you really need to do are minimal, right? So the, the, the way we want to go here is you want to take everything that you do all day and say, well, I have to do all of it. But is that true? Do you? Do you have to do all of it? Really question where the priorities are, what the priorities are. Really question what you have to do, what you want to do, and what you think you have to do. Right? We can create a lot more balance for ourselves than we allow ourselves to believe by simply looking very closely at our list of things, our priority list, and recognizing where we just think things will go wonky if we don't do them. and what actually needs to be done, right? And I've done this in both home and business at this point, right? I've done both. So in the biz, I've dropped a lot of, well, all of the shoulds, they're all gone, right? I don't should anything anymore. I do only what I want when I want to do it, right? So that's fine. So all the should is gone. And I've dropped a lot of the should at home too. I've, my kids are older, but I've made them take a lot more responsibility for themselves. Right? I've shifted that balance. Right? Because that's part of the deal. Right? My mom tried to, my mom did everything for us growing up because she thought she should. Because she was raised to believe that that's what she were supposed to do. So I was like 16, 17. My mother was still doing my laundry for me and I tried to tell her not to and she wouldn't stop. <laughs> it's that. Right? I, I think we were... Well, I moved out at 19 and, and she stopped at that point. <laughs> but I think, I think even my brother who lived, who still lived at home had to take control of his own stuff and tell her to not do it anymore at one point, literally had to put the foot down to get her to stop. And the interesting part in that 
was that she didn't actually want to do it. She would complain about it, but then wouldn't let you do it. And she still does these kind of things. We, we do this every year with like, well, not the last couple of years because of the pandemic, but with, with like Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving, she doesn't want to cook these big meals. She doesn't like to cook. She, she doesn't enjoy it. I, I love cooking. I'll cook all the time. And I've offered many, many times to cook these meals for her so that she doesn't have to. Because she doesn't like doing it. And I actually enjoy it. But she will not. She would rather do it and complain than let me. And that is the interesting part. How many of you are like her? How many of you have those things you do where you're martyring yourself? How many of you have those places in your life where you martyr yourself? I say this sometimes, parenting is not martyrdom. Parenting is not martyrdom. There is balance to be found even in parenting. It gets out of balance because we are taught that parents are supposed to be martyrs. And what if that is not true? What if parents aren't martyrs and don't need to be? And what if there can be balance there? And what if that weird energy of sacrificing ourselves that we bring into more than anything, the parent-child relationship, what if that isn't true? What if you don't need to do that? Everybody from the minute they are born into this world has their own path. All of us came in with our own path. And since we all came in with our own path, we're all meant to have certain experiences. We all get sort of, <laughs> I like to call it set up. <laughs> we all get set up with a life path that we're going to experience. We all come in with it. There are certain things we're meant to experience, certain cycles we're meant to experience, maybe even certain amounts of pain and trauma that we're meant to experience. What if and what if, to some degree, preventing people from experiencing their paths is part of the problem, right? Because what do we get taught to do? We get taught to prevent our kids from living their life path. Because everybody's life path includes pain. And what parents continually try to do 
is prevent their kids from experiencing any level of pain at all. And we run aground when we do it every single time. And it actually creates more pain and trauma because when you as the parent is the martyr, that's the example that you're setting. So then your kids become martyrs as well. And you create the imbalance. You perpetuate the imbalance. If you're sacrificing yourself, then you're teaching your kids to sacrifice themselves. That's how it goes. Right? And it's not, it's not contextual. It's not only in the parent-child relationship. If you've sacrificed yourself there, then chances are you're sacrificing yourself in every relationship that you have. It's not contextual. So it means that you've taught your kids to do this stuff. And you're continuing to teach your kids to do those things. You're teaching your kids to be martyrs, to sacrifice themselves for other people over and over and over again. Is that what you want to pass on? You're creating trauma, you're creating pain. Maybe that's the life path, <laughs> but that's what you're creating. So, of course, the weirdness in that is that parenting is not martyrdom. We don't have to do that. We do it because we get taught to do it, just like my mother was taught to do it, right? But I also saw the resentment in my mother, which meant I recognized that something was out of balance because of the resentment that I saw in her. So I recognized the imbalance there. She was doing it because she had to, or she thought she had to, but she didn't really want it. So then it was like, well, why are you doing it? Well, because I'm supposed to. Well, who said? Who made up the rules? Where did that rule come from? If it's causing you resentment, then stop. Simply stop. If it's costing you your peace, then you don't do it or you find ways to balance it or you hire it out or you something, but you find ways to balance it. Whether it's parenting, whether it's your biz, whether it's the housework, whatever it is, you find ways to balance those things so that they don't cost you your peace. right? My goal wasn't to make this sort of a parenting 101, right? That wasn't the intent when I came here. But it's, it's the relationship for most of us that, that gets most out of whack the quickest. It's the relationship that causes us the most trouble. Because of the level of imbalance we've been taught to create in the relationship learning to balance in that relationship will help you balance everywhere else as well. And if you don't have kids, which is totally fine, if you don't have that relationship in your life, then you're looking at other balance. Do you live with other people? What does that look like? Your balance at work. 
your balance in your business if you have one. All of those things, right? Life weirdly teaches you that you are meant to focus on all this stuff. You are meant to be an imbalance. You are meant to be a martyr. You are meant to be in resentment and pain. You are meant to have all of these things going on. And a lot of it, majority of it, yes, there are certain experiences that we have that, that are we have to go through them. We're set up with life lessons. We're here to experience certain things, to understand them. Totally get that. But there's a whole chunk that is self-created. There's a whole chunk that is self-created and it comes back to this idea of we take the pain and the trauma, we create survival and coping mechanisms, and we live from those things. And because we live from those things, because we're living from that pain and trauma, through those coping mechanisms, through those survival skills, we create more pain and more trauma. We self-create the imbalance. You see, it all goes around. It's a circle. Right? So the powerlessness and the lack were the two big cycles in my life that I had to figure out. And I had to understand in order to be able to move forward. Right? And they were given to me so that I could come and do this work. Because the idea was that I would figure it out and come here and do this, right? So I got there. Right? And, and by no means, you know, even in the way I talk, I, I don't Im imply completion because the lessons continue. And they will. And that's fine. Right? But the major trauma part, <laughs> that part of those cycles is done. It's gone. There, but there's new things coming. Right? But how much of that, and even my own experience, how much of my own experience was self-created? Part of the reason I was powerless was because it became, I lived from it. It was a coping mechanism and a survival skill. I lived from the pain. I lived from the pain of being bullied as a kid. I lived from the pain of people not liking my choices and not liking what I was doing. I lived from that pain and the coping mechanism, the survival skill, was to stop making choices for myself. So because I lived from the pain, much of the cycle ended up being self-created. I lived from the pain of lack, so I kept making choices that would keep me in lack. I was living from the pain. There's the coping mechanism. There's the survival skill. How long did I perpetuate the cycle that I could have ended by simply not living from the pain any further. So even for myself, I perpetuated my own cycles by continuing to live from pain, by continuing to live from trauma, right? And it took me a long time to get out of it because I had to figure out how to do that. I had to figure out how to heal. I had to figure out all the processes. But then once I did, now I stick around, now I stand around and I look around and I did yesterday and I go, what the heck? 
The only thing I had to do is freaking relax. That was it. But if they had told me to just relax when I first started this process, I would have been like, you're nuts. Look at how much of a process I had to go through to simply get to relax. Look how much I had to unlearn and undo to simply relax. All of that, for those of you that have been following me for a while, this has been a lot. All of that to simply learn to chill. It's wild. It's absolutely wild and funny. It's funny to me. I don't beat myself up. There's no hammer. I'm, I'm not at all beating myself up in any way. I just look around and go, what the heck? And it makes me laugh. It's actually funny that it took all of that for me to figure out that the only thing I really needed to do was just not do anything and chill, go drink a coffee and sit on my couch and not do anything at all. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. <laughs> so yes, life is weird and I want you to chill. And this whole thing became about imbalance and finding the balance and not martyring yourself and learning to relax. That's the whole thing. All right. I am overtime this morning. I thank you so, so much for listening to me ramble on. I hope you enjoyed my ramblings today. If you did, please consider like, liking, subscribing, and or sharing from whatever platform you are listening to me ramble on from. Thank you so much, guys. Have an amazing weekend, and I will be back on Monday for more fun and excitement. This has been Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. Thanks for listening, everybody, and I'll talk to you on Monday. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.